0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Coffee with Craner. I'm your host, Lyndon Crane, and today I'm here with Chris McLeod from Realty One Group, Iconic, here in Windsor. He's also the chair of the Downtown Windsor Business Improvement Association. And today we're going to be talking about selling Windsor in a conversation with Chris, who's a real estate broker um, and also the BIA chair, as I mentioned. So we'll kick things off. Favorite question to ask on the show, Chris. Where in Windsor, uh, Downtown Windsor in particular, because I know we're in the uh, the Hive building, Is your favorite place for coffee so um, you know
1: I'm generally a Tim Hortons guy I gotta say so kind of true Canadian Um, but uh, when I'm grabbing coffee downtown um, it's got to be the coffee exchange
0: okay it's right right Um, nearby so and then you should see this this office that I'm in right now Uh, best-looking office I don't want to offend anybody best-looking office in Windsor Essex um, for real estate brokerages like the, the architecture and, and the design in here is phenomenal. Can you Thank tell you. us a little Thank bit so about much. that?
1: Yeah, so um, we bought this building, so we have a group of partners that purchased um, what's now the hive. A um, Little bit of history, so originally where you're, where you're sitting actually was the original chicken court. Um, okay. So from the 1950s, so this building had a number of additions um, over the decades. Um, most recently, up until 2004, it was the uh, Don Cherry's, uh, so for people from Windsor who, uh, who frequented, uh, you know, the bar down here when it was Don Cherry's. Yep. Uh, the, the building sat, sat vacant from 2004 until we purchased it in 2017, and then we redeveloped it into um, what you see today. So, 24 residential um, apartment building, uh, apartment units, and uh, 6,000 square feet of main floor commercial space. So then, you know, as we look to expand and grow our brokerage, um, we decided that you know we really wanted to be downtown. We wanted to have something that was different than uh, kind of what a traditionally you know mall locations and and that kind of thing in Windsor. So we're really excited to be you know walkable. Um, you know, people can you know just off the street can come in and, and see you know our our building and, and meet our agents and uh, yeah, super excited to be part of what's going on downtown.
0: It's great. If, if you're in the area on Polisher Street, like come in and visit. It's it's beautiful. Uh, did you always live in, in the Windsor area, downtown Windsor? So um, our family's
1: originally actually from the Oshawa area. So okay. we uh, we call Windsor home. Windsor, like we consider ourselves Windsorites, but yep. we've been here since 2004. Uh, my background's actually in automotive engineering. I transferred here with uh, Johnson Controls in 2004 and then um, got my real estate license in 2008. So I experienced the last, you know, big downturn in the market through nine, 10. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I sort of cut my teeth in a similar tough market, uh, for Windsor and Essex County. Um, and you know, we're going through our, our struggles now too, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we, uh, we love Windsor and love downtown and, and Windsor's home. Why did you make the switch from automotive to, to real estate? What, uh, so I'd actually started working on my license back in the 90s, um, and um, then just kind of career was going well, automotive industry was going well, and then as you, you may recall in 2008, you know, the world was coming to an end again, right? The auto industry was in trouble, and uh, it was time for a change, so I uh, started working on my license again, and love it. Like, I really probably was meant to do it, you know, 15 years so earlier, yeah. yeah. And... Um so you mentioned you love it, why do you love it? So I think I've loved it along my career for different reasons. Um, and uh, I would say initially, um, you know, just the, the thrill of the deal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting out and you're working with people. My, my career in the automotive industry was, um, was program management. So I spent a lot of time doing customer service. And so the transition to servicing the customer in a, in a real estate transaction came very naturally. Um, and then I, uh, I started working with BK Cornerstone in 2012, and that was a lot like engineering, right? You could take a, a vision that was in your mind for a house, and then it, you know, then it was pen to paper, and it became drawings, and then six months later you could stand inside of it. So that birthing process was a lot uh, very similar to the engineering process. And now, you know, I think what's going to keep me in the business for the next decade is, is working with agents. I, I didn't really, until two or three years ago, didn't really appreciate how much I would enjoy training and mentoring and, and guiding. And I love it. And uh, so I'm really excited about, you know, what we're doing moving forward with
0: our brokerage. And you have uh, a number of agents working here now, right?
1: Yeah. So Rob and I um, formed Distinctive Homes in real estate in 2017. Okay. And um, it was just it was just the two of us, and we were selling homes for BK Cornerstone. And then we we kind of grew organically, like we never really um, you know recruited, right? We were it was just kind of word of mouth, and so we grew um, organically from seven to, uh, from 2017 with two of us to. Uh, We were 12 of us um, by late last year and now we're a group of 20 and um, You know, we just we're we're very passionate about our culture the reason so I'll give you a little bit of history How we ended up with Realty one group. Okay. Yes, please um, Because it's really important to what you see around you so Rob and I sat down about two years ago. and We said you know what do we want to you know just kind of stay that small independent brokerage or do we really want to you know grow that business and so as we look to uh, grow our real estate brokerage business we were you know we could have gone the route of kind of creating our own systems and procedures and identity and all of that um, and we just figured you know to compete with um, the larger international brokerages especially when it comes to education and training and and those um, that value proposition that it would just take you know millions of dollars in a decade to get there yeah um, and we we talked to a number of, of large international franchises and when we met with Realty One Group the cultural fit was so bang on they're um, they're not corporately they're not um, publicly owned they're a private company mm-hmm. uh, 500 offices across the globe now 14 countries 20,000 agents um, but still that um, the, the core values of the company align so well with uh, for Rob and I, and and what really attracted people to our organic growth, we knew that we were just going to be able to continue and accelerate with uh, with the brand identity. So, we're you know super excited to be part of the Realty One Group and and super excited to set the um, how people perceive Realty One Group in Windsor because we're
0: the first here. So, yes, I was going to say that I don't believe there's another Realty One. Where's the closest one from you? So um, we were actually the first to
1: sign in Canada. Um, wow. the, um, the head office, so we have a head office in Etobicoke. Yep. So the master franchise holder for, uh, for Canada um, has, uh, they have an 11,000 square foot hub in uh, Etobicoke. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and um, so that opened up um, earlier this year and we're one of five in Ontario so far. There's three in Alberta um wow. so yeah so but the really first assigned in canada first assigned yeah first assigned with them in canada um as a sub-franchise holder.
0: So. Were, were you nervous was it uh...
1: um i think that anytime you you look to make changes that um you know there's a certain amount of apprehension but i think that because it it felt right right like it wasn't just a business decision um it was you know from the heart right and it it uh it answered a lot of the things that we found our agents were looking for you know they they um we it really gave us all of the tools that we need to really support our team and so yeah it felt like the right thing and and we know now you know sitting here the, i mean this office has been a 10-month journey nice. i think i was saying to you earlier i figure i'm going to pick up about 20 hours a week of of productive time now that the uh, the office is Oh
0: yeah we're super excited to be in here and it was absolutely the right choice so speaking of new things, you have a, a brand new office, um, a new brokerage that you're running, and you're now the new chair of the DWBIA, Downtown Windsor Business Association. Makes sense because you're downtown as well. Tell us about that. What uh, What are you excited about? So
1: uh, really excited to be part of a great team. Uh, we've got a number of strong business owners from downtown uh, that are, are very passionate it's you know our board meetings go three four hours because there's so many great <laughs> ideas that come out of that group yeah. uh, councilor uh, Ronaldo Augustino uh, is just a rock star he uh, he'd be a great uh, great guest for your show actually I know. He's, yes. uh, he's awesome um, I, I think what I'm what I'm most excited about um, is the initiatives that we're have worked on and we are working on and um, I'm a firm believer that more people, more businesses, more businesses, more people. And, I mean, downtown Windsor has its issues, mm-hmm. like like any other downtown. Yes. Um, and, you, you know, I think we, we sometimes our downtown gets a bad rap, um, but I think all you have to do is go as far as London to see how great downtown Windsor is in comparison. Um, you know, the mayor made an announcement a couple of weeks ago, that uh, there is a downtown initiative and he's really attached his name to putting the downtown first and putting downtown first for residents, mm-hmm. for business owners um, and for property owners and not continuing to allow um, th- some of the issues that we have to continue to control the downtown dialogue. Yeah, And I feel like um, you know it's got to be successful, right? Because the mayor has attached his name to it, and and I really believe that uh, that we're going to get the horsepower from city council as well that we need to to move the needle.
0: Yeah, and you're so right. Like there, there's a lot of positives in downtown Windsor. It's completely transformed in the last, let's say, five years, right? There's a number of businesses that are opening. The space that we're in right now with new residential on Pleasure Street, um, it. Every like you met, like you talked about a little bit, is every core of a of a municipality has its its good times, its bad times. It all depends on uh, the economy, right? So uh, there's a lot of a lot of positives for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, all you need to do is come down here on Saturday mornings for the market, right? Yes. So the downtown's farmers market runs April 1st to the end of October. Yeah. We get 3,500 people on this on this street in front of us on uh, on Saturday mornings. And, you know, those issues, um, you know, we there's, there's a homeless problem, right? Mm-hmm. There is, um, you know, um, addiction issues and mental illness issues. And we need to work as a community to solve those. Um, but, you know, when you come down here on a Saturday, you wouldn't even really recognize that there's an issue because it just kind of dissip- dissipates or disappears into the background. And I really believe that that's what more development will do for downtown, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have... You know, another five thousand people living in the core, the the problem, some of those problems, those perceptual problems go away. So yes, you know we're looking to do another large development down here. So we've secured property for another project. Um, Reese Trenhale and and his group are doing the uh, the rework of the Canada building. So they're reworking yes. that into uh, residential. Uh, you've got the security building that's under. Um, The same sort of transformation from office-based to residential, uh, Far East development at Riverside and Jeanette. So um, I I think all we have to do is look across the across the water in Mm -hmm. Detroit and see the incredible transformation that happened there. Yeah, and you know they they had you know obviously some significant horsepower from Dan Gilbert and Mm -hmm. and Rocket Mortgages and uh, the Illich family, but we've got that kind of horsepower here. And so um, you know one of the things that that I think we can do as a BIA is, you know, pull that horsepower in, right? Find those, um, those in our community that have the wherewithal to make a difference and figure out how
0: to get them downtown and and make a difference downtown. So, and uh, I don't believe I've asked you this yet. Why do you love downtown Windsor? Why, Why are you doing what you're doing? so
1: i think as as a developer and as a business owner you can open your business anywhere right i mean we could have done this building in Lasalle or tecumseh and and all great communities right but i think we can be impactful with our dollars right so we can we can make a social contribution while being a business and i think that's what downtown offers is it it offers you the opportunity um to really make a difference in your community and and that's why we love downtown and we believe that um, you know every
0: little bit at a time we can make a difference so you can, you can see that change and, and you want to be a part of it we do absolutely um, my, my final question for you um, someone that wants to be in in your shoes and I asked this with most of my guests if um, a young Chris walked into the room uh, a, a wee little uh, Chris just walked in what would you say to that uh, individual if they're if they're looking to pursue something that uh, that you're doing right now? Um, I think that one of the things that I've um,
1: learned as I've gone through this office process most recently and you know you learn a lot as you as you grow um, but you know sometimes good is good enough right and I think we can get caught up in um, getting held up by trying to be great if, for things to try to be perfect and um, I think sometimes it's just about getting to a point where you're moving the needle and not stuck on on perfection Uh, So yeah, just just keep working towards good is good is good enough and then you've got time to work on it and perfect it afterwards Like don't put too much pressure on yourself Um, just don't allow Maybe it's my personality, but I always want things to be exactly the way that I want them to be right (laughs) and if you keep kind of if you keep stalling progress in the pursuit of perfection I think sometimes you don't get to where you need to get to. I think you can get to perfect, but keep moving towards. Just get it done. Get don't um, don't allow perfection to stop forward progress. I guess, um, and it's it's tough sometimes. Like I, um, when you're you know when you're looking at all of the things in your calendar and all the things you need to get done i think you can get overwhelmed by the the mountain of tasks right and it's as you start knocking those tasks down as you start to you know at least get them done enough that you can kind of move them you know down the road mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. and uh and you can always pick them up later and and get to perfection but you know get them done yeah yeah
0: focus on being good first yes awesome no i, I appreciate that chris this is a uh... Uh, like I said, the space in here is phenomenal. The work you're doing downtown with your brokerage, um, it's inspiring, especially to uh, people like myself that want to grow a business one day. Um, and that is growing a, a, a business um, uh, currently. So it's it's uh, inspiring to see. I think a lot of people who are watching this interview have learned a ton. And I just want to thank you for your time today. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Absolutely. If you've missed the episode, visit coffeewithcraner.com. You watch the whole thing over and over again until you fall asleep. We'll see you soon. Take care.